welcome to The Point. Happy New Year. Enthusiasm and excitement, anticipation are all really normal feelings for you to be having right now. If you've been here for a few months and you've been listening, paying attention, and taking action, you're stepping into 2024 with more preparation than than if you had not. Because you are paying attention to at ahead of the game so that it's not a New Year's resolution. It's the resolution had been made in the larger overarching goal that you've set. And you had already considered how you were closing out 2023 and what was being left behind in 2023. And we're not going to carry those things forward in our thoughts, in our words, or in our focused attention. So you are going to carry forward a different focused attention because it's going to be focused on what you want more than what you don't want. That's one of the keys to the science of motivation is both, you need both sides of that motivation, an understanding of what you've leaned into that you don't want, that you've gained the lessons from that doesn't have a histrionic, emotional charge for you to get tripped up from, but that is clear what lessons you've learned and what you've gained from the experience so that your rearview mirror is no longer threatening or any type of an issue. Your rearview mirror is one of gratitude of what you've come through that's made you stronger. And what you're looking forward towards is the other side of the puzzle that's necessary for you to feel motivation. Now, to feel motivated to move forward, it's what do we want? A key element of what you want, of, of knowing what you want, feeling motivated by what you want is self-love, self-esteem, self-talk, and a commitment to being positive with yourself. So if wherever you are, let's just say wherever you are on the journey of learning to love yourself more, wherever you are on that journey, if you've learned how to love yourself the, the best you can, and now it's just a surprise and a delight as you learn and as love expands, as you begin feeling that reciprocal energy of putting love into the world and feeling more come back, and you're, the surprise and delight you feel when you feel more love is beautiful. That's a wonderful place to be. If you're in a place where it's still murky and confusing and you're still stuck in some form of mud, that's okay too. Everything's okay when we're putting things in the rearview mirror and pulling the lessons from it and moving forward towards something we want. But it's clear you need both sides of that motivation. This is New Year's Day. The day's about over. It was important. It felt really important today to record episode 41, the first episode for 2024 on New Year's Day after I had experienced the full day. I specifically took off Christmas and did not post anything for that week. And I took the break in time to spend with my family and loved ones and 
practice expressing love, encouragement, kindness to everyone I could. And I invited everyone with me to do the same, right? The purpose for you to do these things, the purpose for you in doing everything that we talk about on this podcast is so that you can have and spend the time in the things that you really want to spend your time in. So if that for you is spending time with your family or with your loved ones and encouraging and uplifting and creating and dreaming and anything else it is, then great. But whatever it is, that's what, that's what I did. And that was my dream vision for this year. Whatever yours is, that's the idea is to have that time and space that you want when you look in the mirror and say, what's important to me and what do I want? So here we are in 2024 and something's come to attention that is important for you to think about. And it's the idea of perfection, something that has come up as a repeating discussion in the last few weeks is this idea of perfection. A couple of people have been put in my life that really focus on perfection, maybe as much as I did, maybe more, not sure, it's not a contest, and we're not looking to compete in our stories. We're looking to be authentic. So if you're here, you appreciate and value authenticity, and you are your own leader in yourself and in your life, and you value your ab the ability to be yourself and being around people that value for your ability to be authentic in yourself. There are some environments where you, it might be more valued to be like everyone else. And I prefer to want the same things. I, I prefer to want similar things as others, to want a mindset, to want an attitude, to want, but to still have the freedom and ability to be myself so that the idea of loyalty isn't about copying and mimicking and being everyone being the same. <clears throat> so that's just some thoughts around what, what, what you may be doing here or what you are doing here is, is really on a journey to be the absolute maximum best you can be. And that's what happens. And you are looking to perfect that moment where your, where your projection, your communication into the world is met and perceived as you intended it to be. And you're getting the results you want out of life. So what happens is this idea of perfection. And when we're in the process of executing, so no matter what time of year it is, there's always new behaviors that we're attempting or an adjustment of a type of behavior that we're attempting and perfection can creep back in and become something that we focus on. And sometimes focusing on perfection is great in the micro goal, in the micro behavior. So, <clears throat> but ultimately the act of being or perfect, the act of you ex just having perfection from your own dr driven so source and ability, your own will, 
if, if that's somewhere where you get stuck or where you find yourself, that that is not a tribute, that is not a perf perfect way, right? So that's that search for perfection or that drive for perfection is not necessarily driving perfect results. If you are worried about how to write a letter, and by a letter, I mean the letter A, like letters, A, B, C, and you're working on penmanship, will it ever be perfect? I'm not sure, but it will look beautiful. And it's important to go really slow at first to learn the body movement it takes to write. Maybe we're writing in a beautiful cursive with a fountain pen and we're wanting to have beautiful penmanship or a signature. It starts with very slow, soft movements, and it is potentially about perfecting a specific small movement. That can be the same with physical training. That can be the same with specific words we want to use. That can be the same with memorizing a specific script. There are some ways where we are in these, these micro behaviors looking to perfect a mannerism, a body movement, a word selection, and that that is maybe our enunciation. And these things are where we want to aim that idea of perfection. But if we want the perfect result, and if the idea is that we're ashamed if we make a mistake, it's a misuse. And you can know pretty quickly you're off track. So an encouragement as you're hitting January 2024 and you're, you're, you're venturing into whatever it is you took a break from through the holidays. You're venturing back into work from a, after having a short time off. You're venturing back into a business environment or into travel. Pay attention to and look for the triggers. And instead of having, when you notice a trigger, that causes something to be off track. Instead, we get what, what the idea is to shift that trigger to be a reminder to do something different. So if thinking about the result, you're driving for a perfect result, you can back up and you can take a breath and you can think about what are the behaviors I, that are important to perform, that are important to do in the smallest available sections that I can guarantee I can perform consistently that will allow me to let go of the result and know that it's coming and then shift my focus for the reasoning, for the purpose of what I'm doing to be that I'm doing the behavior out of a way of improving because I love myself and I love others. So if you love yourself and you love others, you will do the behaviors, the most consistent small behaviors, over and over and over, as consistently as possible, as a way of being positive, thinking positive, using the best words for the situation. And this is where we get to also practice new ways of aiming a different attitude, a different way of thinking, a different way of, of talking or walking or whatever it is that can help, that can support, better support, speed of action towards a goal.
And remember that if you're, if you feel a twinge of, I have to be perfect, I don't want to start. Oh, I don't want to try that. I might mess it up. You know, this is a time of year. Last year, I just had this memory pop into my head. Last year, it just went, this is it. I was in the gym. It was probably mid-January and regular gym goers like myself were, although I wasn't frustrated, but some of them I could, it was obvious that they were becoming frustrated and upset with the new people in the gym that didn't really know what they were doing, whatever it was. And there was this judgmental attitude and I love new people being around. I didn't love the gym for a lot of my life. I didn't love the whole negotiation of whatever everyone thought the rules were, right? If you have an idea of how things should be, I, and I didn't know it, ugh, it was just all a mess. But I don't feel that way today, right? Because I showed up and I did things and I allowed myself to make mistakes. So somebody in the gym, two, three weeks into January, I was behind them and somebody was on the, on a machine doing something that wasn't quite right. Um, as far as their body movement and they were taking too long. And the guy was like, I'm so tired of all these people and walked away all upset and frustrated and this and that and the other. Well, some people that were new to the gym also witnessed that and you could visibly see the discomfort and this, Ooh, I don't fit in. I don't belong here. I shouldn't do this. And I stopped and asked some questions and I just, said, what are you feeling? Do you mind talking for a minute about this? I'm curious. What are you feeling right now? What are you experiencing right now? They're like, well, I just, you know, I don't want to cause problems for people that are here every day, but I also really want to get in shape. I really want to do something different, right? And they didn't want to cause trouble. They didn't want to ultimately, or whatever it was they didn't want to do, ultimately what they said, well, what do you want instead? What result would you like to have? I was like, I'd just like to get in great shape. I'd like to be in better shape, lose a few pounds, feel stronger. Oh, okay. So how, how can you make that happen now? So if you're, so the, the example of that is that if you are stepping into something that you're intensifying or you're shifting the behavior, a lot of people start hitting the gym in January if you've been listening to this and you decided you were going to hit the gym in a different way or in a more aggressive way, or maybe you were going to start hitting the pool and swimming and it's, so, and you've already started, you've either already started or it's not something you're just going to do new now because it's a resolution. You already have the plan and it's just part of the plan. It doesn't fit the construct of, of all those other things. So, but what if you are listening now and you've made a new year's resolution, it's the same. It's the same idea that when you're stepping off to do something new, be ready to make mistakes and be okay with it and enjoy it. Be ready, be prepared to look around and say, oh yeah, I'm sure you've never made any mistakes like this. I'm sure you were never new in this environment. And it's okay that somebody feels frustrated that there's a lot of new people around and it's not wrong. The guy, I, I did talk to the guy later. I said, dude, what's up, man? Oh, he goes, I'm just so frustrated. I kind of lost my cool. I feel bad about it, whatever. I don't remember his total response. It wasn't, I, I don't, I, I don't, I haven't talked to the guy since. I, I haven't, I don't even know that I've seen him since, right? It wasn't an attitude thing. It was just, oh, okay, whatever. 
But most people, you know, you can just be prepared to laugh and say, yeah, I might be in your way for a little bit longer. And you'd be prepared to say, hey, you want to work in? Maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I'll learn something I don't want to do. Maybe I'll learn something I do want to do. But if you want to work in, right, maybe you don't want to do it. Make a choice in advance of how you're going to handle something so that you can be okay not being the perfect person in the space, not being the one with it all dialed in. Because if you haven't been doing it, even if you haven't been doing it for a while, somebody that I know really well picked up piano again. They decided, well, they didn't pick up the piano, right? But decided to start playing piano again a couple of weeks ago and really wanted to, thought they were going to be able to play through the holidays some Christmas songs. And it had been so long that it just wasn't coming together well. And we worked through a couple of things there. And the idea was, let's just be okay not being perfect. Let's be okay making a lot of mistakes. And then let's set a new baseline. And next year, we're going to be ready for a whole lot of songs. And, and that this person was ready. That By the end of the holidays, like, man, I'm kind of dialed in. I can do this again. And now the thought is, what songs can I play throughout the year that will help me? What can I do now to keep this working so the next year I can have a new result? And then it, we, then he, this person backed it back down. So this is what you can do. If you find yourself look, looking towards working towards a new goal and you're in any environment where you're trying something new or coming back to something that you haven't done in a while, Give yourself the freedom and the room to make a few mistakes. Make as many mistakes as you want, but be excited and be ready to understand the new baseline because that's where you get to then measure yourself in your growth. So when I first walked back into the gym, when John Madsen said, I, I asked John Madsen at some point a couple of years ago, I said, why don't you just give me the workout routine for home and so don't take that out of the app and just add the one for the gym. So that if I can't make it to the gym, he goes, no, brother, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> he goes, no, it's time for you to get in the gym and you're going to hit the gym and make it work. The results you want, it's time to make the move towards the thing that you're not that comfortable with and get moving. If I continue to give you that, you'll continue to lean on that. And I, I don't remember if he asked me if I thought I was right or not, but I remember clearly thinking, oh yeah, you're right. It's time for me to go do that. And I, I walked in and I, my initial baseline was I am really uncomfortable. And I didn't measure. What I did is I forced myself through it, right? So if you're forcing, so there's another trigger. One trigger is if you're embarrassed or feeling ashamed that you're not getting something right. Notice that immediately. Use that trigger instead of to shame yourself or to think about how you're not doing something well. Use that trigger instead to take a deep breath and understand and learn where am I with this skill and this ability so that I can set a new baseline and grow from that. How can I be real? That's called looking in the mirror and getting honest. 
instead of allowing all of these constructs to run auto program in your life. So if you want to take control and manage towards a goal, use that trigger of feeling ashamed or embarrassed as an immediate, as an immediate trigger to go easy on yourself and look for the baseline and then decide how you're going to grow. So same thing on this next spot, right? On this next spot, if you're working and there's that lack of comfort, there's that lack of confidence, there's this unease, there's a, you know, of trying something new. I remember walking into the gym and I just was like, oh my gosh, maybe it was the preemptive fear or the, the fear in front of something, right? That man, what's going to happen when I feel that shame. <laughs> so it, and what I did, so here's the trigger. What I did is I forced myself through it. So if you're forcing yourself to do something by shutting down whatever's going on in your mind, that's, that's not a terrible way to go if it works for you. And it did work for me for a, a minute. The recommendation, suggestion, or ideation here is to consider, and it's good to consider. And you may be wondering, what the heck, what the heck is, is he talking about? And it's good to wonder because it makes sense because it's, it's important to allow yourself to be as great as you can be. And to be as great as you can be, you get to look in the mirror and be honest because who you're being in something new or something that you haven't visited in a while, something you're trying again is not who you will be after doing it a hundred times. Right? So there's no reason to worry about it. So if you catch yourself forcing yourself through something, let it work for a minute, but stop and use that as a trigger to say, okay, what might be faster, better, easier for my actual personality, my style, who I am, and this huge overarching vision of who I know I'm meant to be and want to be. There are some things that are so simple, just turning a switch in our minds and forcing ourselves into something can be the best way to get started. But if that lasts very long, stop, take a minute, use the trigger to say, why am I forcing myself through something? There might be a way for you to get through it with awareness and not feel forced and not feel the discomfort. What consider, what could I, could be done? Consider what you could do that would make you comfortable doing the same thing. It might just be a way of thinking. It might be humor. It might be that you need to go easy on yourself and maybe not take yourself so seriously. Why do you need to be perfect? That's a good thing to ask when looking in the mirror. Stop, turn, look in the mirror. Hmm. Why do I need to be perfect? That was me looking in the mirror. Why do you need to be perfect? What is it about you? What is it? What messaging, what situations caused you to think that you need to be perfect? 
it's, it's not always easy or simple in how we feel when we start going back and looking at these things, when we start digging into that stuff. The good news is, is that it's not how we need to continue going. If you find yourself treating yourself in a way that is not conducive to you feeling good and feeling happy, just take a minute, let, 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 work it out, do something different. So there's two triggers for you to think about in the new year. One is if you're feeling some kind of way about being perfect and you're feeling ashamed about making a mistake or worried about making a mistake, or you're, you know, you're walking into a place feeling uncomfortable, like you don't fit in because you're not understanding the rules or the way things are. You don't know the environment yet. Give yourself that reason. Tell people you're new, be open about it. If you're shy, find, maybe you find someone to partner with, to help you through that, to walk with you, to be with you, right? You have that. Those are some pretty simple things. Another, and then that next point, if you find yourself forcing you through, forcing yourself into and through things, maybe do the same thing. The solution might be the same humor. There might be a skill that could be worked on that is a little bit different. If you're, if you're looking for the shortcuts, we'll have our weekly, we'll have our classes, we'll have our, the other things that we're doing as far as designing strengths, designing ways to move forward into these things and making it simpler and easier. And you can get help. You can get some support, some ideas, some collaboration. And what better to give yourself than some collaboration, right? When you feel stuck and you're like, man, I don't know what to do here. What better way to do it than jumping, on, jumping into an environment where other people are thinking similar, where you can look for the best way for you to be in a new situation. Okay, so looking at those triggers is important. The other things that you can do is really take a proactive approach to whatever these things that you're doing and make some lists, read things you need to read to get ahead of the game and to start digging in and understanding what you're walking into or what you're doing. And if you have a, you know, there's some ideas I'm working with a handful of people that are trying new strategies for working and getting in, introduced to clients and to their best customer and the best people to, that, that they really want to be of service to. And that's, there's, there's a lot of new things there and it's, Watch videos and read and research. Do the research up front to start learning what are those environments like. If uh, one example is somebody's going to be around a lot more celebrities, it's read about what it's like to be of service to celebrities. Read what it's like to be in those environments. Go stay at a hotel where celebrities are and hang out and watch and observe and learn and interact and do all those things. There's a, there's a lot of ways that we can go about doing things to increase our comfort level with something new we're going to do. Brainstorm with someone you know and trust that will help find that way of doing that. But it's important to feed your mind with the information you need to help circumvent some of those things and prepare you to walk into those sit down and write a list of everything that you want to make sure you catch in the next 20 to 30 days. 
maybe make it about January, maybe only make it about the first two weeks. But these are critical things that you gain traction on. Because right now, building momentum is the best thing that can be done. The benchmark comes in the end of February to March of, are, am I still doing? Are you still doing? I will be asking myself the same question. Are you still doing these behaviors? Are you still moving forward towards the things you're trying to build momentum with? Or have you stopped, forgotten, let it slip, fall? So right now is the time to make sure to increase your use of lists, increase your use of reminders, and increase your uh, your investigations into what it is that you need need to be learning, experiencing, and feeling to get there. Now, final final little trip. We're coming back in. We're going back to work. We're going back to travel. We're going back to all these things. Stop and take a minute in your morning routine and shift your visualization. Just, just breathe and shift your visualization to how you're going to feel when you have a new baseline and you, and you're confidently moving forward towards the actual goal. What's it like when you're comfortable in the new behavior? Feel what that will be like. Think through what are the new challenges or opportunities or problems I might experience because of that. Oddly enough, when I, I had no idea, now that I've, now that I've done a lot, of, a lot more training than I had before, I know that if I start increasing weight and as, as my shoulder begins to improve, I'm, I'm making so much progress, I, sh I should be able to start pressing again. As I start making those improvements, when I start increasing weight and really pushing myself harder, because right now I'm, I'm doing more pulls, I'm doing a lot of different exercises, different training routines that where I'm not using as much weight, but my intensity for each muscle is the, is the trick, right? It's the idea. So even doing that, I started, excuse me, I started experiencing cramping. So I know that when I start increasing weight and doing other things, I'll want to make sure my minerals and my electrolytes, I didn't know that before. Now I know that. So now I know other things that I didn't know before by experience about recovery. And it's not intimidating anymore to schedule time with, with a, something that I can use for recovery. So, because so in, in the gym I go to, you have one of the gyms I go to, you have to schedule some of the time to use some of the equipment that helps with recovery. And at first that, that was intimidating. Have you ever experienced that where something really simple, like just scheduling time felt intimidating? What if I can't get there? What if I, there? Oh. so that rush of thoughts of what ifs, if that's happening, bring it down. We just talked about another trigger. That's, that's, that's that anxiety of, of what's coming and just take that minute to, to, to slow down and use the trigger to go back into the idea of learning and evaluating and experiencing. So feed yourself well with the information you need and let's 
make this happen, right? It's 2024. Everything you want is in front of you. You know what you don't want. Some of you know, still know that more than what you do want. And that's okay. It just means you're more away from motivated than you are motivated by what you want. Which might mean you still have a ninja skill of working out of a corner, of letting it get really bad so that you can just work with a fury and get it done. One way to feel your way through that is feel what it's like to work at that pace and it, with that sense of urgency. Feel that and put that in front of yourself without the corner behind you, without what you don't want behind you. We change that. So take the time to breathe into and relax into the feelings you're going to have. Think about the problems that you might have instead of what the problems you have now. And you will move faster and ease more, eat more effortlessly towards whatever goal it is that you've set for yourself. So that is the encouraging message. The point of the point as the podcast is called is encouraging messages that you can give yourself as you go back into the things you were taking a break from when you were enjoying the holidays. Continue with the feedback. Your comments are amazing. Your questions, the, the vulnerability that I'm experiencing, the vulnerability that you're sharing I just want to be grateful for. I just want to tell you that I'm grateful and you know who you are. Those of you that have reached out to me, if you have reached out to me and you've shared vulnerably and authentically that this is what you've experienced and what you're working towards, I couldn't be more grateful. And this is an exciting year to never to, to leave a lot behind, to know it's done, to know that it's in 2023 and before. All that's done. Welcome to 2024. God bless. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.